You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more about this show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com. There you'll find episode guides, as well as additional reading, more exclusive content, tons of great stuff. And never miss an update, an album review, interview, etc. by subscribing to the free newsletter, howtostand.substack.com. You could also become a paying subscriber on Substack, and that means you're supporting an independent creator and become part of a community, howtostand.substack.com. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop, and happy, happy birthday to Lee Taeyong. My ultimate bias, truly like one of my favorite artists of all time, one of my favorite people on the planet, leader of NCT, one of my favorite bands of all time, an incredible artist, an incredible person, and it's time for my yearly tribute to him. So I thought this year what I would do is run through a quick refresher on his story, his journey, introduce you to his solo music and personality outside of music. Then we'll talk a bit about his various solo releases, both official and unofficial, my favorite quotes from him, reasons why his work resonates with so many people, reasons for his popularity, and finish off with a super quick refresher of his character in the NCT music video universe. So let's just dive right in. Here is who Lee Taeyeon is and what he's released. He actually has no background in dance. He's a main dancer, has even choreographed some stuff for NCT and elsewhere, but no formal dance background. He did, though, graduate from the School of Performing Arts in Seoul. He was just scouted out on the street to audition for SM Entertainment, which he did by singing the national anthem. Maybe that's a life hack. In December of 2013, he was officially revealed, introduced to the world as an SM rookie. Then they kind of tested the waters a little bit with him doing some different tracks, an OST there, a feature here. Notably, he featured on a late 2014 release, Red Velvet's Be Natural, where he said the now iconic line, TY Track, and showed history of working musically with Sulgi from Red Velvet goes way back. He made his debut in NCT in April 2016 with The Seven Sense from NCTU. In July, he debuted as the leader of the NCT 127 subunit with their first main single, Fire Truck. His popularity exploding since then, so it's no wonder he was picked for the SM Entertainment Supergroup, taking the most popular members of different boy bands and putting them together. He joined Super M officially August 8th, 2019. And on Super M's tour that fall, he started doing the solo stage of GTA, one of his first main SoundCloud hits. He started his own SoundCloud March 15, 2021, with the release of Dark Clouds and the remix of it. Around the anniversary of starting SoundCloud the following year, he started a YouTube channel, and the day after starting it, released Lonely with Saran. His work in TV has included being a judge on Anybody Can Dance, and Street Woman Fighter, doing NCT and Super M reality show stuff, and he was with BOA as a cast member for Food Diary. He's a fashion icon and has at long last had a solo magazine cover for W Korea. He also has a scholarship of sorts, sponsoring four kids and paying monthly tuition for them. That's been happening since his debut, and over time, he's written over 40 songs in four languages. He has co-wrote and or composed so many songs over the years. Three on NCT 127's first album, then four on Limitless, 
all but one of the songs on Cherry Bomb. Five on Empathy, four on Regular Irregular, Lips from the album Awaken, his own solo on Flight, his song with Weinstein, Love Theory, his collabs with Saran, both Lonely and Diamonds, the Amino Acid OST, Zoo, Sticker, three songs on Neozone, Super M's No Manners, and Together at Home, the Stay in My Life OST, his collab with Hitchhiker, Around, Cure, City Lights, his songs with Martine, New Axis and Beautiful from Universe, I may be forgetting some, the point is it's a lot, and he's been hands-on with this stuff since debut, really invested in the music he makes. Not just the writing but composing from an early time too, because back when NCT 127 was still kind of an underdog group, back in the Limitless days, that era is when he already started composing. Baby Don't Like It was his first composing credit. There's the Hotel de Luna OST, oh my gosh, so much. His most recent, which I named one of the best music videos of 2022 so far, and it was a best of the month pick as well, Love Theory, his cute collab with Weinstein, about kind of embracing your nerdiness in the unknown, this weird feeling called love, trying to process it, and wishing it were easier to understand. He said he kind of tapped into the ways he sees himself in the Big Bang Theory main characters, their social awkwardness and stuff, for this video. Some fun facts. Taeyeon said he really tried to emulate Cure co-star Yoo Yeonjin in the bridge of the song. SM Entertainment's leader, Soo Min Lee, helped produce Love Theory. Zay's son was heavily involved in this release. And that paper mache sun head in the video took 10 days to make. Taeyeon also opened up in an interview promoting this release about how he actually was really insecure about songwriting until Soo Min Lee gave him enough encouragement to try it out. So he not only didn't have dance experience, but no faith in his own songwriting either. Wow, has he grown. In the Love Theory of Relativity episode, that's what it's called, I dive into the theory of relativity in a fun way, I think. So if you want a SparkNotes version of a science class, go to that episode. I love getting nerdy and overanalyzing song lyrics anyway. Aside from the actual scientific nerding out over this song, my favorite lines include, can you please not talk to me, because when you do I go blank, and it's too late to look chic, just feels relatable. Then there's Long Flight, another SM Station song he got to do. That one really has special meaning for me personally as a fan, because it always makes me think of the clapback he did when someone was hating on it basically and saying it's immature and the lyrics are childish, and his classic response was, well, why is that a bad thing? That's actually great. Thanks for the compliment. I'm in touch with my inner child. I'm enjoying the youthful side of life. I'm not a jaded adult. He really can be such a sultry, mature, in certain performances, but then he does cute songs and makes cute comments like that. His duality is just next level, which is part of what keeps his work so exciting to follow. Dark Clouds, his first official SoundCloud release, he actually started working on right around the time he debuted in Super M, the latter half of 2019. He worked on this one with frequent collaborator Royal Dive. And it was viewed as kind of a follow-up to Lawn Flight, in my head at least. While Lawn Flight compared his feelings to the shark, like a scary, intimidating shark, Dark Clouds compares them to this cute, friendly, protective whale. So there you go, pure example of his duality. Then there was GTA and a second version, which, by the way, for him stands for Grand Trouble Artist, which I thought was kind of cute. 
Blue is one of my personal favorites too. Zayson worked on that too. Zayson also worked on Last Piece by Got7, fun fact, and one of Beckhan's best songs, Psycho. Blue marked his solo debut on Genius Korea's K-Rock chart and came at a time when he was really rising on the list of most followed SoundCloud accounts in Korea. The song is comforting about this hollow space you can go in to kind of just calm down, like a quiet room. Enter the blue, like enter a void, but not in a scary way, in a comforting way. A place where no one is throwing responsibilities on you or trying to tell you what to think or feel. Just a place to be yourself in peace and quiet. And pouring out all your emotions, leaving it all in that non-judgmental, empty void. It's almost like a meditation lesson, basically. To me, the most profound lyrics are, some people call me a fool, some people say they can't understand me, this blame confines me, and keeps me from leaving this place. But he turns it around as like, maybe I don't want to leave. Good therapeutic time to process right now. Although he worked on the SoundCloud release Monroe, taking pictures for it, the teasers and stuff, before Blue, it came out after Blue. That one features Baekhyun and is a more mature, darker, jazzy pop vibe. His original artwork is part of the cover art. It was filmed in his stylist's house, and as a thank you for letting him use his house, he gave one of his works of art to the stylist for free. The song begins with a dramatic newscaster voice about Marilyn Monroe moving back to L.A. With lyrics like, why won't you show me who you really are, they're talking about someone who's a celebrity acting elusive and putting on a certain persona and trying to figure out who you are outside of that. Rose is his SoundCloud track with Sulgi about his favorite flower. It has very special meaning for him. Sulgi actually said that she had really squeezed in time to do this. Super busy in the studio, but while she was there, wanted to crank out a verse for him. It's kind of a Sleeping Beauty-esque tale, like a scene out of a Disney princess movie, going to escape amid the thorns and bushes to spend a night together, opening up to each other, getting to know each other, welcoming a new day together. And they keep talking about kind of an every rose has its thorn concept. Like, I know it will hurt to lie down in the Garden of Roses, but I still dream about it. If I don't dare to be hurt by the thorns, then eventually that dream will be impossible. Kind of a you can't get the ultimate good without the ultimate bad, or at least some struggle, no strength before struggle, kind of a message. Swimming Pool is a SoundCloud release with very applicable lyrics for whatever you feel obligated to fulfill a responsibility for in your life. Very relatable in different ways to different people. But also it seems to be very specific to him. Talking about the immense pressure of trying to figure everything out on his own. Feeling responsible as a group leader for everyone and everything. And how to handle that pressure. It may take time to just kind of let the worries wash away by going for a swim. Just instead of running from your problems, maybe just try swimming and you'll get better results. So it seems like his official releases are more about cute love songs, looking on the bright side, and enjoying your crush on someone. The fun in crushing. The fun of relationships. Cute dates and stuff, or at least fantasizing about those cute dates. And then his SoundCloud releases seem to be more focused on metaphors for comforting someone, calming down, admitting you're not okay, and finding a way to become okay. They're more vulnerable in certain ways, and I'm so glad SoundCloud has been a special direct outlet for him to, in an unfiltered way, put those relatable feelings out into the world. 
and he's now doing that on YouTube too with songs like Lonely but also back into that broading mysterious persona with really alluring songs like Ghost. A lot of releases are just very very unofficial like Moonlight, he's performed that live, Crisis, still waiting for official official promo for the Himalayas with Mark. So he's been working on tons of music on the side too. That may never see the light of day, but his passion is in his practice is real. He's just getting better, expanding his artistic vision, and how much he's willing to share with us. An exciting ride to be along for. I also think, aside from his talent in many areas, I also think his popularity comes from his honesty and he's the perfect parasocial relationship epitome. Like, he really does talk like a friend, a close friend, really, with fans on live streams. He talks to us for hours. When he joined Instagram, he had, like, a three-hour live stream because he just likes to talk to us. He'll always ask for input on what to post. He's always looking for feedback and comments. He keeps the relationship feeling very back and forth, not one-sided. In addition to teasing music and other content, on his lives he also likes to, and just Q&As and stuff, he also likes to just be quite vulnerable, and so it feels like we've been through a lot with him. I mean, he's opened up about bullying, being bullied and insecure when he was younger, the loss of his dog we kind of coped with together, ways to get out of a funk, ways to believe in yourself, ways to hold on to hope and positivity, They've become kind of two-way therapy sessions, which is very special. He's also given some great advice, like shifting our mindset to not life is hard, but this moment is hard, but this part of life is hard, and trying to reframe it that way so it doesn't feel so daunting and permanent. Some of my other favorite miscellaneous quotes he said over the years that have just really stuck with me. If you coexist with understanding, happiness will follow. Have a comfortable day. Don't try to be happy. Just let it go and feel how great it is. We have to carry burdens and find happiness within. Rather than using, I've won through this, I want to use the expression, I've understood it. Lastly, we're already happy, but we're insecure about this happiness, or worried that it won't last long, or that some things in the future will take it away. Stupidly, the happiness is always beside us, but we didn't know. We see it, but maybe we're trying not to. Last thing I would note is, just because why not we're talking about Taeyeon, let's talk about his music video character, just a quick refresher memory. Remember, he is the character who controls the action. So in the future, keep that in mind. He presses play to roll the tape, he controls the other's movements with just hand motions. He's kind of like the master magician. There are also multiple Taeyongs. We saw the clones of him most overtly referenced in his Super M solo stuff. I also think he's one of the different levels of reality Inception style breakers, like he's breaking from layer to layer. That's why he jumped out the window in Regular, why he's the main one in the main office in Cherry Bomb, why he's the masked figure in Simon Says. He actually sings about needing the courage to wake up from this dream in Yesterday. And his solo content further adds to the lore, you could say, with like Lawn Flight, for example, where it looks like he's on an airplane, then we find out it's just a movie set or something. It's a faux setup, a faux flight, a fake airplane seating setup. It's kind of a breaking the fourth wall thing that the NCT-verse does quite often. 
Anything else Taeyeon related I should gush about, feel free to let me know replying to this episode, which you can directly do if you're listening on Spotify. So feel free to do that. You don't have to wait a full other year for me to do this kind of episode again if you want more Taeyeon content. So let me know. Anyway, thank you Taeyeon and happy birthday. You deserve a very special day. And your music, both solo and in NCT, really just makes my day, makes so many people's day. It makes our lives better. And so do your view lives and just your open, honest communication with us. The way you celebrate us, encourage us, it's really touching. And we appreciate it so much. And we love you so much. That's all for today. Thank you all for listening. Happy birthday again, Taeyeon. And I'll talk to you all again soon. Bye, everybody.